0: October 4th. And now as we turn our attention to the New Testament, our reading today will be in the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. It was a fellow by the name of Epaphras, one of Paul's converts who founded the church in Colossae. Paul had never been there personally. While imprisoned in Rome, Paul heard that false doctrines were being introduced in the church, so he wrote this letter to warn the believers And to establish them in their faith. In Colossians 1, we see the hope before you. These people were going to heaven. They had heard the word and trusted the Savior, and they had given evidence of their faith by their love for God and God's people. So God qualified them. They did not save themselves. We'll read about the hope beneath you. Hope is a foundation on which you stand when all else around you is shaking. The city of Colossae was located in an earthquake area, so Paul's admonition was especially meaningful to them. The false teaching and the false teachers wanted the saints to shift their foundation, but Paul pointed the church to Jesus Christ as Savior and to the eternal God, Creator, and to the head of the church. What a perfect foundation for your hope. Your hope is placed in uh, the right foundation. And then we'll read about the hope within you. You know, heaven is more than a destination. It is a motivation because Christ lives within. It is a living hope that affects how we think and act all day long. Because Christ is within us, we need not fear what is ahead. And now, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. October 4th Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. This letter is from Paul, chosen by God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, and from our brother Timothy. It is written to God's holy people in the city of Colossae, who are faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. May God, our Father, give you grace and peace. We always pray for you, and we give thanks to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, or we have heard that you trust in Christ Jesus, and that you love all of God's people. You do this because you are looking forward to the joys of heaven, as you have been ever since you first heard the truth of the good news. This same good news that came to you is going out all over the world. It is changing lives everywhere, just as it changed yours that very first day you heard and understood the truth about God's great kindness to sinners. Epaphras, our much loved co-worker, was the one who brought you the good news. He is Christ's faithful servant. And he is helping us in your place. He is the one who told us about the great love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you. So we've continued praying for you ever since we first heard about you. We ask God, to give you a complete understanding of what He wants to do in your lives, and we ask Him to make you wise with spiritual wisdom. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord, and you will continually do good, kind things for others. All the while, you will learn to know God better and better. We also pray that you will be strengthened with His glorious power, so that you will have all the patience and endurance you need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father, who has enabled you to share the inheritance that belongs to God's holy people, who live in the light. For He has rescued us from the One who rules in the kingdom of darkness, and He has brought us into the kingdom of His dear Son. God has purchased our freedom with His blood, and has forgiven all our sins. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before God made anything at all and is supreme over all creation. Christ is the one through whom God created everything in heaven and earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, kings, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities. Everything has been created through Him, and for Him. He existed before everything else began, and He holds all creation together.
1: Hey, it's your boy Fudge. Uh, Just uh, phased up about six weeks ago, but uh, got blessed in last week. It's a pleasure to serve with the brothers that I have around me. Uh, I just want to encourage everybody to keep pushing and uh, not forget where we come from, man. And our main focus should be God. He's the one that's brought us out, and he's the one that's going to keep us. Love y'all, man. Hey, this is Josh Bigler. I phased up last week, had a great time in Lancaster, blessed and highly favored. And uh, now I'm here in uh, Columbus working, worshiping with my hands, living life, having a blast. I can't wait to see you guys when you phase up. We love you here. And uh, very, very soon we'll see you, so just keep it up, keep on praying, praying until something happens, push, baby,
0: push. Psalm 76, verses 1 through 12, for the choir director, a psalm of Asaph, to be accompanied by stringed instruments, a song. God is well known in Judah, His name is great in Israel. Jerusalem is where he lives. Mount Zion is his home. There he breaks the arrows of the enemy, the shields and swords, and weapons of his foes. You are glorious and more majestic than the everlasting mountains. The mightiest of our enemies have been plundered. They lie before us in the sleep of death. No warrior could lift a hand against us, when you rebuked them, O God of Jacob, their horses and chariots stood still. No wonder you are greatly feared. Who can stand before you when your anger explodes? From heaven you sentenced your enemies. The earth trembled and stood silent before you. You stand up to judge those who do evil, O God, and to rescue the oppressed of the earth. Human opposition only enhances your glory, for you use it as a sword of judgment. Make vows to the Lord your God and fulfill them. Let everyone bring tribute to the awesome one, for he breaks the spirit of princes and is feared by the kings of the earth. Proverbs 24, verses 21 and 22. My child, Fear the Lord and the King and don't associate with rebels or you will go down with them to sudden disaster. Who knows where the punishment from the Lord and the King will end.
1: Good morning, everyone. This is Mike Wells, Phase 1 and 2 Director. Just wanted to really uh, remind us and challenge us to reflect on... Transformation and in transformation, there is three key elements. And first and foremost is Jesus, He is the transformer, He's the one that can change a broken heart and make it whole. He is the one that can chip away the hardened areas from hurt, pain, shame, guilt over the years. He's the one that brings transformation and the three key elements in that transformation is willingness are we willing to submit and give everything over to jesus Secondly, are we willing to invest in what God has given us, which is in his word? Are we really willing to dive into that? Are we participating in the things that he has placed before us, whether it's curriculum, whether it's work, whether it's a fellowship with other believers? Um, are we investing? Are we sincerely uh, looking at those things and diving into it and um, allowing it to uh, penetrate our heart? and change us thirdly are we having people around us accountable that's holding us accountable that uh, are able to um speak into our lives are we opening ourselves up to that and not only that are we able to give it as much as we receive it so it's very important to have that support system around you it's very important to have uh, people around us that are um speaking truth uh, into our lives and that are helping um walk alongside of us and, and giving us, um, wisdom and, and, counsel and, um, help through, uh, struggles, through good times, through everything. So those three keys is, is very important, um, that are not just for phase one, two, three, or four, but really it's for the rest of our life and Jesus gets all the glory. So I love you guys and I am sincerely excited and privileged to be able to walk with you through this journey and serve you along the way. God bless you.